0: Welcome to What I Wish I Knew by Dental Head Start, your weekly mentoring session thanks to cpdjunkie.com.au.
1: So, you've got a digital scanner. What's next? Scanning for single unit crown and bridge is the bread and butter of digital dentistry, but it's certainly not where it stops. It's just the beginning. Once you've taken that first step into digital dentistry, a whole new world opens up to you from CAD designing, implant planning, integrating photos with scans and CBCTs to plan your cases better than you've ever been able to do before, or 3D printing to get something or a model on the spot quickly. There's a whole range of things you can do with digital dentistry that frankly I didn't even know about and I learned a lot from this episode with Dr. Ahmad Al-Hassini. He's the founder and director of the Institute of Digital Dentistry. They run live courses helping you get up to speed on all of the topics of digital dentistry, but also they have a whole online content library for you to get started right now if you're interested. Check out cpdjunkie.com.au. You'll find their courses featured or go directly to their site, instituteofdigitaldentistry.com. And I also want to say thank you to our supporters of this podcast, DPL. It is time to renew your membership. Um, I've been with them for a long time. I genuinely love what they're doing for young dentists in particular and around the headspace, the mental health part of dentistry, really important stuff. So I definitely love what they're doing. And if you're interested in getting that support, it's time to renew your membership now. And also, of course, OrthoEd. I'm doing the course with them, the Mini Masters. I'm about to get my Invisalign finally. Um, You'll hear all about it. Uh, But for now, if you're interested in learning orthodontics, learning aligners, or full fixed braces, or like me, you want to understand both, even though you plan to provide just aligners, their course, the Mini Masters, will get you up to speed. You can get 10% off their entire range. Check out dentalheadstart.com orthoed to find out more about the discount codes and our orthoed segment, which is my learning and my process of getting orthodontics myself. For now, let's hear Dr. Ahmad talk about how dentists usually start and where dentistry is going in the digital space.
0: So for a lot of clinicians and dentists that start to get into digital dentistry, they get a scanner. And you're scanning and you're getting familiar with it and you're pretty comfortable with the workflow and you start scratching your head, and, you know, is that it? You know, or well, what's next? You've spent all this money on this piece of equipment, but really it hasn't changed much for you because using intraoral scanners just to replace impression material is not getting even 10% of the advantage of digital dentistry. Um, there's a lot more you can do and there's a lot more ROI. So realistically, the, the next logical step for most dentists that get into digital dentistry is crown and bridge. So you start thinking about a, a milling machine, you start thinking about some CAD design software. Now, if you go down the CERIC route, it's really nice and easy. It's all packaged and it's all basically locked. They don't like to say it's locked, but for all intents and purposes, it is unless you get the lab software. It's
1: completely so locked. For
0: yeah. Users, yeah, it's pretty much locked um for CERIC users you're going to get a CERIC design software and you're going to get a CERIC milk and really that's a good first step start doing I mean with digital dentistry the benefits for your patients it's like a spectrum and just doing scanning there's some benefits a lot of benefits are because you're not doing bloody impressions anymore that no one likes not you not the patient no one likes doing impressions no one likes having impressions taken so there's some benefits there you know that the comfort, the efficiency, the wow factor. And some of these are immeasurable. You know, these patients go out and talk. We get it all the time. You guys are the techie clinic or stuff like that. But the spectrum gets, if you look at the other end of the spectrum, which is same day dentistry, really that's where the benefit and the ROI is. So being able to provide same day crowns and know they don't look ugly like the 10 years ago, seric crowns that used to be around. You know, same day crowns, and I can promise you it can look as good as most labs I'm making. And I can promise you that uh, with the right skill and training, of course. But uh, going from just scanning to doing same day crowns takes a lot of training. You need to know what you're getting into, and you need to set yourself up for success. And the most important thing is support. And that comes from your rep. So make sure you pick a good sales rep or a good company to buy these scanners and, and this equipment off. And also training. And we're lucky in New Zealand and Australia, we're spoiled for choice. We've got so much di- digital dentistry training and hands-on training. So you really need to go to these trainings because they will change your life, really. They'll change your career. Um, and so when you, when you start thinking about it, you go from just scanning and then doing crown and bridge, maybe designing and then doing it in-house, same-day dentistry, that's really a, a point of difference for your practice, a huge point of difference that you can advertise. It's, a, it's an amazing service for your patients. You know, the, I hate impressions. I said this last, last time. I hate impressions with a passion. The second thing I hate most, and I'm sure you all share this with me, is temporary crowns. <laughs> yes. Like, with a passion. And, and like I mentioned in the last episode, I haven't taken a PBS since dental school. And I haven't done a temporary crown for a single unit since dental school. So I still do temporary crowns, of course, for bigger cases or cases I'm not going to do in the same day, but not having to do temporary crowns, you know, that's, that makes you just want to go and set up a same day dentistry (laughs) overnight, you know, you don't have to do that anymore.
1: You're preaching then- to the choir with me. I'm exactly the same. <laughs> uh, single unit temp. I don't think I've ever done one in private practice, so it's, yeah, no, and, which I mean, is a dream, which is a very, and and I'm very fortunate for, the, very for
0: fortunate. all clinicians. I mean, just think about that. Single unit temporary crowns are a pain, a pain in the ass, big time. Sensitivity, pulp issues, they fall off, wasted appointments, countless countless wasted appointments and all of that is the ROI you're going to get out of a, a CAD CAM system or, a, or digital dentistry as a whole. It's not just about, you know, all the benefits it's going to give you directly through, you know, selling more dentistry. It's all the wasted time that you don't have to piss around with, like uh, temps coming off and having to redo them and, and crowns don't fit from the lab. Don't get me started with that nonsense. That is a whole different kettle of fish. Crowns not fitting or open contacts. And so, yeah, the benefits are endless. And realistically, if you're starting off and you have, say, something like a Medit or the Trios, you just have to look at the scanner you have. So if your scanner has a CAD software like the Trios, like the PlanMaker, like the CERIC, that's your next logical step. Get the CAD software. If your system does not have CAD software like the Medit, it's just a scanner like the iTero, it's just a scanner, you're gonna start using the open CAD softwares and there's two really on the market, Trios, CAD software, or Exacad. Most people that don't have a Trios, they use Exacad. So Exacad is kind of this open design software. Just imagine it designs crowns and prosthetics.
1: What uh, costs are we looking at for those?
0: <laughs> That's a great question. Mate, if I had to run through them, I have them in an email. I looked at the most recent ExoCAD pricings. And the issue with these CAD software is they price them by modules. And for ExoCAD, there's like 10 or 15 modules. And so it gets a bit, it's actually pretty convoluted. But let's say to start off with a crown and bridge software, two to three grand.
1: Yeah. Is that an an annual?
0: Annual. No, that's a one-off fee. And then a lot of these have a subscription fee with them of a few grand. I would just say look check with your reseller and just make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. So you have a scanner, you're going to get a CAD software. If you don't have Trios or Ceric, it's probably going to be Exacad. And you have if you have Trios or Ceric, it's going to be their associated CAD softwares. And then you get a milling machine. Again, if you have CERIC, you're going to get a Ceric milling machine. No way around it. If you have all the others, the biggest advantage about CERIC is that it's the only CAD CAM system. Or CAD CAM company that makes a scanner, a design software, and a milling machine, a whole workflow. And that's a huge advantage for them for the same day industry. For everyone else, Trios, ITero, Medit, some of them make a CAD software like Trios, but they don't make a milling machine. So then you need to get into the third-party milling machines. And there's a few, I mean, the most common ones these days, and especially on our side of the globe. I mean, there's hundreds of these, to be honest. Even the Chinese ones, they plenty of different milling machines and lab machines are the rollins and the VHF. These are kind of the most common ones. And there's the Corey Tech or something like that. I'd have to can I quickly Google how to pronounce
1: that <laughs> but, Are they all about Corey like tech. on par if they're in this in the similar kind of price range? They're all on par, or is there one that you stands out to you?
0: I mean generally they're on par. The thing that gets again a tad convoluted is that with these milling machines you just need to step back and, and understand why do you want a milling machine. It's all about understanding what are you getting this technology for. And what I mean by understand is what materials do you want to mill? So we don't want to get too technical because some people won't be scratching their heads. But generally, milling machines come in two varieties, dry or wet. Wet is for the materials that you're all familiar with, such as Emax, such as all these hybrid materials for inlays and onlays. PMMA, that's all wet. The only reason you use a dry mill is zirconia. So if you're a big clinician, if you're a big clinic that does a lot of zirconia, you need to get a dry mill and you need to make sure that your milling machine does dry milling. It's just about understanding the workflow and just sitting down with someone. I mean, I'm more than happy. If anyone wants to email me, I always say this on in groups like DPR and stuff. Look, just find me on Facebook. Send me a message. I get messages almost every week of just message me and I can walk you through it. It's, it's not that hard to, you know, within a few messages, I can understand what might be the best for you.
1: Hmm.
0: But yeah, just is a, go ahead.
1: I was going to say that's really helpful. And, and I think a lot of people would be grateful about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just understanding, you know, what, what do you actually want this for? And then it's, it's quick to figure out what's going to be the best system for you. Because realistically, although it looks like there's a million systems out there, it's almost like an illusion of choice, to be honest, because uh, now there's very niche aspects of this whole market. So every scanner fits in a specific niche perfectly. And the thing is, they're not really trying to fit in each other's niches like The Cerex and the Trios and all these premium scanners, they're not trying to compete with a Medit, which is like half or a quarter of the cost sometimes with these really expensive ones. They're not even trying to go there. It's like trying to match the guy next door who does half your filling cost. You can't. You can't match it. So what they're doing is they're focusing on software. And it just depends, what does your practice primarily do? And for a lot of dentists, realistically, it's crown and bridge. That's what they primarily do.
1: It's that time of year again. Before June 30, we have to renew our indemnity insurance. And when I look for an insurer, I'm looking for someone who's going to be there when I need their help. They're going to act fast and they're going to be by my side so I can practice with confidence. I get all of that from Dental Protection Limited. What I love about them is that they're more than just an insurer. They're actually here to help us, to give us content and support us with medical legal situations and most importantly, help us avoid these situations. The content they produce is the best content out there from an insurer like them. Renewal notices are out in May. To make sure you get all of these out of benefits, sign up by June 30. I can say from personal experience, when you need help, you'll be glad you're with Dental Protection Limited. Thank you, Dental Protection Limited, for supporting me in my career and the Dental Head Start podcast. So we've got a scanner. We've got now our software and our meal. What other aspects of digital dentistry are we, what's out there? What are we missing? And
0: that's a really great question because it's just touching the the tip of the iceberg. So the beautiful thing about digital dentistry is that it's really addictive, especially if you're passionate about this stuff. Like d- just getting a scan ads, it's fun and it's, you kind of scan around, but it's actually not not nearly the the, the benefits that you can get out of it. So you, you have a, A scanner, you have a CAD software, you have a milling machine, then you can start getting into all sorts of different workflows depending on what you like. And I touched on this before. So, if you're really into implants, the next logical step for you is to incorporate a three D printer, which, funnily enough, is like one of the cheapest pieces of equipment you can get. You know, three D printer, you can get one for about you know seven grand up to 15, so it's actually, compared to all the scanner costs, it's the cheapest piece of equipment in digital dentistry. And with a 3D printer and a milling machine and a design center, you're getting to the phase of you almost have a lab in-house, which is amazing because you start opening up things like you can do your own small designs in-house. So And this is hugely beneficial. A patient comes in, they mention, oh, they have some cosmetic concerns. You take a scan. You can do a quick wax up. On, on a CAD software. And trust me, I'm not very good at wax-ups. I don't think many of us are. I mean, only Sahil is, and, and yeah. a couple of guys on DPR are, are good at that stuff. But yeah, exactly. on a software that, you know, it's all templated mm. and click and drop basically. Can, you, anyone can,
1: can you tell us ahead. what's your workflow for doing that? Um, and what software? Just, just throw out a few names real quick. Fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no worries. I mean, if I needed to do a small design, and a patient comes in and they say, look, I don't like my smile. You know, they just gave you a step in the door. You don't have to even work that hard. Or they ask you about cosmetic treatment, even better, slam dunk. The first thing I would do is take good extra oral photos, and that is smiling and retracted, and then put them in a software called Smile Designer Pro. And for those who haven't heard about it, it's basically a DSD software, but it's just really basic. It's not for treatment planning. It's just a motivational tool. And there's a lot of those out there now, Smileify, and there's hundreds, well, maybe not that many, but tens, 20, 30 of them. DSD started this whole thing, and there's heaps of people rushing into this, Smile Designer Pro. And what this basically allows me to do within 5, 10 minutes is take the patient's teeth, and it's basically like Photoshop. You take the patient's face photo that you just took, the smiling one, you align it with the retracted one. And then you put some nice teeth on there and hide their old teeth. And obviously, you know, you do it in the way that it's realistic. You don't want to do something that you will never be able to achieve. But if you do that in front of the patient with a five, 10 minutes and you show them something like that, if they are not sold yet, nine times out of 10, they're just sold there on the spot.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. They tell you, I've had patients just look at it and be like, I want that.
1: Yeah, I don't How do we
0: get started? Please. Now my workflow from then this gets into digital dentistry. I mean, the power of it is to take a scan, which is basically like your impression. So, what do you? What's the traditional dentist do, or analog dentist? They take an impression and they send it to a lab to do a wax up. That's if you don't want the you know the lab to just make you some crowns willy nilly on just the day, random, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah randomly, which does happen. It's probably you know? the
1: most common way people. That is <laughs> no, no, the most common way.
0: But if you want it, you know, if you don't want as much of a heartache, to be honest, because that's tough, putting in these six crowns and the patient's like, I hate them. Anyway, going back. So I take a scan. My second appointment, I tell them, no, we need records. I take a scan on a software such as Exacad. I like Exacad because it's quick and it's powerful. Quite technical, though. So if you want to go a bit easier, you know, Trios, Cerec, they can all do wax-ups, really. I make a wax-up, a real quick one. It can take anywhere between... 10 minutes to 30 minutes, depending on how technical you want to be. And I print that in a printer. I make a PVS stent. I get the patient in. And to really put the nail on this, I'm going to buy all these veneers or crowns coffin, I transfer it into the mouth. Now, if they like the image when they see themselves with it, that is probably one of the most powerful patient motivational tools in dentistry. And what I like to use is terminology like smile test drive. We're going to do a smile test drive. You know, before you buy this, you know, $10,000 makeover or whatever, let's try the smile in your mouth and you can give me feedback. Now, I tell them you're going to give me feedback. Most don't. You know, the layperson doesn't really care. They just want them white and symmetrical. (laughs) But sometimes they do. And it's a good opportunity. If you have these anal patients and they don't like the design you made, it's a perfect time before you've even picked up a burr to make changes. The beauty of it is then you can go back to your Wax up on your computer and make changes right there and then. And if you really want to get anal about it, print out another one and try it again. If you know, if you have a patient who's pretty, you know, Mm, high high personality or something, high demands, keep doing it until you got it perfect for them. And the beauty of all of that is is you've done all the hard work before you've picked up a bird. Because when you cut these crowns and you design them, you can use your small design to guide the whole process and guarantee, given that you do. Good enough reduction and everything, you can guarantee we the same exact look. And if you're not comfortable with doing something so technical, because not many people are, you can send that small design to your technician. Because a lot of labs, guys, dentists, we're a bit behind the, behind the, you know, the ship has sailed. We're a bit behind the story here because a lot of labs have adopted digital dentistry way before us. Most labs in Australia and New Zealand, when you send them an analog impression, I can guarantee you what they're doing is scanning them on a lab scanner. And we're sitting there taking impressions when we could be doing the scanning ourselves. So that's one workflow. I love that workflow. I mean, because it's dramatically reduced our unsatisfaction or dissatisfaction with cosmetic cases. Yeah. Because so- you've done... All the planning. And it's like they say, you, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And if you go through this whole workflow with the patient and they're happy with the small design that you put in the mouth, all you need to do is replicate that and it's going to be a slam dunk.
1: Mm, mm, I, I love that I, I um, I'm gonna confess i I really passionate and like really interested in all that stuff and I kind of let it go by the wayside because I was um, a student slash first year out when I was really into this and could, didn't put the money down for Exocad to be honest I'm changing you're changing my mind on the spot so I really I really enjoyed that conversation Um, there's one last thing I want to ask what's the frontier give us one or two minutes what's what's next in digital dentistry what's coming
0: so the interesting thing is, is there's a big move for these scanners to not just be scanners. I mean, that's probably the, the next frontier. I'm not sure about how, you know, we're we get it, we're plateauing with speeds and accuracy. That's all plateaued. So realistically, where are we getting to now, apart from thinking about robotics and all that crazy stuff, where we're getting into now is that scanners are being seen as a diagnostic and treatment planning tool, really. So a lot of these scanners now, especially the newer ones, are involving things like caries detection, uh time-lapse features where you can take a you know the companies want you to incorporate this scan not just in your crown and bridge work but every single examination and what they allow you to do is do things like a time-lapse over the years how have the teeth changed classic perfect example of that is where you know how many times have you told a patient do you grind and they say no and they do grind you know but if you show them something like that that's powerful You, you can't argue with that you just show them over the years, no, your teeth are wearing down. Do something about it. <laughs> so scanners really, to me, the next frontier. You get, you're towing with the hardware elements.
1: Yeah, but yeah.
0: What is developing at a rapid rate is the software elements. And what's really exciting is AI. AI is massively exciting. And I don't know where that's going to go. I'm not a big techie guy, to be honest. I mean, I love digital dentistry, but I'm not very good with AI and all that sort of stuff. But a lot of these companies are incorporating AI engines into their scanners. And that opens a field of things like, are they going to start, you know, a field of diagnostics that we haven't even thought about?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's it's one of those things. When we talk about software, it's really we're limited only by our imagination. Um, yeah. You talk about the where and time-lapse or, or overlaying different scans, and I find that really useful tool with the iTero. Um, some of the newer ones with the diagnostics and, and caries detection, it's kind of mind blowing, not only for us, but also for our patients, which um, makes them talk and tell their friends, and that's yeah. a huge benefit in itself. Um, I'm pretty excited about where digital dentistry is going, and I, clearly you are as well, um, running the Institute of Digital Dentistry um, in New Zealand. Uh, Thank you so much for sharing all of that with us, Dr. Ahmad al hassini
0: Thanks, mate. And it's uh, great to be on the show again. Appreciate
1: it. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Dental Head Start podcast. I genuinely hope this is helping you become a better dentist. So, if you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe on your podcast player and I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to social media and share something that you've appreciated from us with one of your friends. That's how the word gets out. That's how more people gain and benefit from what we're doing. And if you're a dental student or a graduate and you want to get a head start, go to dentalheadstart.com to find everything we're doing to help dental students become great dentists.